This is the Tactical Leader Podcast, where we're on a journey of self-mastery and true leadership. I believe that in order to lead others, you must first be able to lead yourself. And in order to lead yourself, you have to first know yourself. If you want to learn the tactics to get to know yourself, to lead yourself, and to lead others, stay tuned to hear from industry experts as I unpack the tactics that they've used to build their business, build culture, and lead others. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Tactical Leader. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ashley Ann Jones, and we're going to unpack how she helps clients make a ton of money through digital marketing and overall amazing courses that she has. Before we begin, I want to remind you that, you, that this show is brought to you by Nightly Productions. If you want to discover, embrace, and share your voice, head over to nightly.productions to find out how we can help you do just that and then create the tactical content that delivers. Ashley Ann, welcome to the show today. Hey, what's going on? So I am super excited about having you on here. There's so much that we're going to dive into, and I want to give the audience just a quick opportunity to learn just a, a smidgen about you compared to everything we're going to unpack together. But overall, you're known as King Ashley Ann, and you are a talented business builder, public speaker, and social media strategist. You've helped over 11,000 individuals monetize their social media. Over 700 people create six-figure incomes. You currently helped over 150 people create seven-figure incomes, and nine of your clients are consistently doing million-dollar months. Okay, we're, you're hired. I got it. <laughs> you've also <laughs> helped. With, you've also helped over a thousand businesses generate twenty-five to forty-five thousand dollars a month using live streams. Overall, you have amazing products, amazing content, so much that we're going to dive into. But before we get into the business side of how you're helping these marketing strategies, what's a fun fact that we might not know about you? I love the Lord, but I'm a closet twerker. Like I love to twerk, twerking everywhere in a fox with a fox on a box, a plane, a train, in the room, like you know, wherever. It's always a good time. I'm here for it. I'm with it. I'm with the ish. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone and say, instead, <laughs> we share a love of cookies. We talked about that before we started I do recording. Love cookies. I'm going to leave my love my of favorite. twerking alone. I, I love I twerking. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. You got me on I that. I twerk my way to the bank. No. <laughs> You're going to have to teach me that one. I have no rhythm. It's so bad. It is so bad. We'll work on it. But Ashley, overall, I really am excited about unpacking this because you really focus on building business and life that you can be excited about. You have some amazing partnerships. You have an amazing following. But I really want to start like way back when, when you first got started in this world, what set you on the path to being this like digital influencer and helping people create this type of virtual business that is really just monetizing like crazy? So believe it or not, like this was definitely not in my eyesight. It was not an objective of mine. My very first company, which is how I made my first million, I have a luxury event design and production company. And I actually still run that to this day, believe it or not. And through the event company is how I learned that I was good at social media marketing. So what would happen is people would come and they would ask me for like, you know, just advice about stuff. And I would, you know, just anybody, colleagues, you're just talking, trading tips and stuff like that. But there was this one particular girl. She had a business manager. And at the time, she's spending like $5,000 a month with this business manager. And this was like years ago, like I, I was nowhere near making the income that I'm making now. And I just thought, like, that is a lot of money to be paying somebody to tell you what to do. I'm like, you don't need somebody for that. I was wrong. OK, <laughs> but anyway, so she has this business manager. Right. And 
me and this girl, we become friendly. And she goes from the point of kind of calling me every now and then to eventually she's calling me every day. And she's always asking me business stuff like about funnels or posting or, you know, sales, like how am I able to like get people to increase the price, just all this kind of stuff. And eventually I just go, why are you calling me and asking me this? You have a business manager, you're paying thousands of dollars a month to this guy. Why are you not asking him? And she, she just, she said, everything you tell me to do works. And that's when the light bulb popped on in my brain that I could consult in business. Had never, ever thought about it before, had never crossed my mind. And then I started thinking about all the other people in our industry at the time for events that were coming to me for advice. Now, around the same time, I would always do these workshops, right, for other event planners and professionals. And so sometimes their spouses would come. And around this time, there was a guy there. He was like, I'm not an event planner, but this stuff helps me in my business too. And he goes, you really should think about teaching other people outside of the event industry. So that kind of was like my little second confirmation. So anyway, I ended up starting a consulting agency and I just in general was focused on just kind of general business marketing. I'll be honest, it still took me a couple of years to realize I needed to niche down like on the digital side. I think it's because of my age, you know, I kind of grew up with social media So in my brain, I just assumed that everyone knew how to work it as far as like from a monetization perspective. And the more people I worked with, the more I realized people really didn't understand that there was an actual system and a strategy and tactics to monetize it. And so I saw that was what most people were struggling with. So I ended up saying, you know what, I'm just going to focus specifically on helping um, other people and businesses on the digital side. And so that was it. And I mentioned the social media side. I mean, you're making appearances beyond that. Where you also speak, yeah. spoken at Essence. Yeah, you speak pretty much everywhere. It seems like where you're traveling, yeah. like, you're traveling right now. So tell us a little bit more when you get on stage to speak. I, I know a lot of people, to your point, don't understand the value necessarily of social media. But getting on stage and speaking presents you with an opportunity to create pillar content and then you multipurpose like crazy, which you obviously have done a great job of. Can you talk to us a little bit about what you're sharing on stage and are you highlighting strategies, life lessons? What do you like to talk about? Yeah, so fortunately, I'm in a position where people bring me on to talk about things that I like to talk about. So I focus pretty much, I'd say, on four major things, marketing, monetization, mindset, and manifestation. I'm really big into manifestation. I'm a girl that started with $125 and a laptop. You know, I grew up in the country, like no street right, no street lights, no sidewalks, like in a trailer, like country, like in a garden, getting chicken eggs in the morning. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's wild. Like every day I wake up and I'm like, I cannot believe this is my life. And I remember when I was a little girl, I would try, I was like, how do people get from just being regular people, you know what I mean, to being able to amass you know, certain milestones in life. And so I, I like to talk about those things. And I'll be honest, I think that like your money and business are hand in hand with your mindset. And if you can get that mind together, literally you can see, you can speak whatever you want to see. I love that because you talk about manifesting and mindset. And as entrepreneurs, I know it's something that you talk about growing up kind of country. I'm here yeah. uh, in Atlanta where I grew up, like there's a cow pasture that way. My, my parents <laughs> right now live on a farm. They have chickens, they have bees, they do all that country shit. I live in like midtown Atlanta <laughs> now. Like, I'm fancy, right? You but, are. You are <laughs> society, okay? <laughs> compared to the day, right? Right. You but, are. <laughs> That's a funny thing to talk about because when I grew up, like my parents, I mean, they never broke six figures when I was growing up. So to me, the people, my dad was an entrepreneur, he had a renovations company, but 
he was surrounding himself like his all those clients were these people are rich people living in midtown atlanta that had these high rises and so i grew up with like if you're rich if you have a lot of money there's like all these negative con- concepts and connotations about people that have money so it became like a mindset shift as an entrepreneur we had to overcome those limiting beliefs so like if you have money you're not the best person or you have to be a doctor yeah. to have money or whatever that may be how do you manifest? How do you start manifesting these things into your life and shift that mindset from the country bumpkin life that we both started with to like now yeah. where you are? So I think the first thing is realizing, and I know this is kind of like a stretch for people to get, but and I know some of y'all are gonna be like, "What frou frou la la stuff is this girl talking about?" But this is very real. Okay, so before, so this is the thing: you have to realize that literally we're always co-creating whatever our existence is. And people, some people will argue with me and fight with me about this, but this is the truth. Like subconsciously, you're doing it. So I'm going to try and be really quick. So I'm a nerd and I literally have been studying like the RAS system. Some people call it the RAP, your reticular activating processor. Okay. I've been studying this thing for years. And so this is a little thing in your brain. It's like about the size of your pinky nail. It's in the base of your brain and think of it like a filter. Okay. Everybody's listening to me. Think about this like a filter. So literally, that is how you can override your subconscious. So what's interesting about human beings from year one to year seven in our lives, that pretty much formulates the perception that we're going to have about everything in life, right? And unless you can become consciously aware, this is how you get kind of stuck in these cycles or what people call generational curses and things like that. So once you understand that, hey, whatever's going on the first seven years of my life, has a really huge impact on how I perceive the world and everything around it and what I actually say to myself every day. Now you can start to become aware and say, well, what do I really think about money? What do I really think about myself? What do I really think about my own abilities? What do I really think about the people around me? Because this is happening all the time, okay? Your subconscious is like your dream world, your creative world, all that stuff, okay? But then we have the conscious brain, okay? So this is what actually gives us like numbers, it dictates order, systems, things like that. So the right side says, hey, this happened on the left side and you should interpret it in this way, which causes a physiological experience, aka you have an emotion. So if you have positive emotions, it's going to make your cells vibrate at a higher rate. And most of the things that we want to obtain on this plane, right, they, they, they're vibrating at really high rates. So like joy, happiness, peace, love, family, right? Good times, financial security, all that stuff. And money is an energy. We only have time to get into that today, right? But then anytime you're having a negative emotion, it actually makes all of your cells vibrate at a lower level. So then this attracts more of that stuff that you don't want. So it's very important to start becoming like super aware of like, how you're feeling and what you're saying. More importantly, what you think, because what you think, right, ends up becoming words and it becomes actions. So we got to be able to control that. (laughs) So I know people are like, what? And if y'all don't believe me, even from a outside of a manifestation perspective, go and look up and you can see that they have proven scientifically that every physical thing on the planet Earth, it's all energy. Energy, like it's all little teeny, tiny, teeny, 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 tiny cells that are all working together in groups and they've created little energetic force fields and they've all come in agreement or in alignment. And they said, we're going to be Zach's shirt. Where's Zach's shirt? That's what we want to be. We want to align and we all want to be Zach's shirt. I want to be Zach's microphone. 
I want to be, you know, Ashley Ann's hotel curtains. <laughs> like that's what they want to be. And so once you understand that, you will get that literally, if you can start changing your thoughts, it's going to change your actual energy and you can you can draw positive things to you. You can draw big, happy things to you. So once I really was like, I got that, I started being very intentional about what I wanted to what I wanted to program myself to believe about life, about work, about love, about friendships, about everything. I love that. And I've done some research on that myself because it's fascinating the way the mind mm-hmm. works in, re- in regard to it, where if you go buy a brand new car, you've never seen anybody else drive this car. And it's a white Ford Explorer, right? All of a sudden you start seeing white Ford Explorers everywhere you go, right? Absolutely. They've been there before. You just weren't recognizing them. And the way I, I shifted to what you're talking about is like, you start seeing these things in your mind, you program your mind to see these things. You're going to start discovering opportunities that were there for you, but you just weren't recognizing them as opportunities because you weren't feeding yourself that knowledge. Absolutely. And that's how it works. And so it's really cool when I get to go on stages because I get to like share like on the spiritual side where it works and on the scientific side where it works. So then at that point that I can normally get everybody to listen, right? Because some people go through life very factual and scientifically based. And then some people are floating through the earth and, you know, they're very connected on the spirit side, but it coexists, right? All of it coincides together. And it's really cool to see how it works. And like you were saying, a lot of people have very negative beliefs about wealthy people or rich people. You know, they think you have to do a bunch of evil and malicious things to get to money. And it's like, no, money literally is circulating around you all the time. You just have to figure out how to bend it in your direction. (laughs) That's it. That's it. And it really, I mean, it sounds almost too simplistic, right? But the reality of it, it's like the vision boards, right? I have my vision board up here where every single day I'm seeing my visions of what I want for 2022. I'm very big on gratitude. So on the mirror in my bathroom, I write my gratitude every morning. And every time I go to the restroom, there's my three things I'm grateful for the day, right? But by doing that and then seeing it continually, it's like a reminder to yourself. And it literally programs your mind to feel that gratefulness every time I see it. And there's a big piece of that. That's, that's part of my morning routine that I go through. Do you have a routine like that in the morning where you sit yes. the day with intentionality? Can't you see how excited I am, Zach? I saw that big smile come across yes. like you lit up about that one. <laughs> so I do three minutes of gratitude chance in the morning. So literally anything I'm grateful for, for from like the pillow on my bed to the fact that I can walk. I've had several surgeries on my spine. I had 13 doctors that told me I was supposed to be in a wheelchair forever and I'm walking around fine. I was in and out of wheelchair in six months, right? So uh, anything I'm grateful for, for, like from my eyebrows to being able to talk to you today. Literally, I start off my, the beginning of my day that way. And then I normally try and do seven to 13 minutes of meditation so I can kind of like mellow myself out because clearly you can tell I'm like <laughs> all over the place. just like, a little I bit of coffee and red I got, I, got a cha- I got a channel it you know I got to channel the yeah. energy right so it's working for me and not against me and then normally from there if the weather is nice I do like to go and take like a little walk you know get myself centered do that whole shebang and then I come in I get to business and for myself personally I don't care to talk to people before 10 a.m. except for on Tuesdays I have talked Tuesday and I talk to people all day on Tuesdays but normally I'm a piddler in the morning so unless I'm talking to like my mom and dad or like a friend or you know a fiance or something I'm not really into talking to people before 10 a.m. <laughs> now let's be honest you don't talk to the fiance before 10 a.m. either let's be real he's told to be <laughs> quiet till 10 I know how that goes let's be honest <laughs> no he talks and I listen <laughs> there you go there you go you put your headphones in and listen as you're <laughs> sipping your cup of coffee yeah I got you I got you 
No, I absolutely love that. And a big piece of what we're talking about is that mindset piece. And I know you coach a lot of entrepreneurs, you coach a lot of people to obviously generate more wealth for themselves. And this shift in mindset is really helpful. But I'd imagine there's a characteristic or a skill set that usually presents itself with an individual. Have you seen one in particular that you love to like, you see it and you're like, oh, we've got to double down on this characteristic of this person? Yeah. If I be honest, I think it's three. It's like kind of like a trifecta. One, people that are teachable, anybody on the planet earth that wants to learn. And we feel like we can learn from anyone and we are striving to learn something every day. You're going to be a winner because you sell by listening, you grow by listening. You know what I mean? Like all of these amazing like inventions, right? Any type of improvement on something, it all comes from listening. So anybody that actually wants to learn and they're teachable, always going to be the biggest one. Anytime you think that you know everything, like you're probably on your way out of here (laughs) because things are always evolving, right? And then I would say the second one, people that execute quickly. Money loves speed. I don't care what people have told you. Like I've never seen a rich, powerful person dragging their feet about things. You know, they think about things, but a lot of times it's following your instinct, you know, getting the baseline information from it, doing as much research as they can in a timely manner, but like executing on things like very quickly. And the third thing I would say, even if you're scared, you do it anyway, because you understand we're trying to operate in excellence and not perfection. If you are operating in perfection, you're never going to put anything out. You're never going to go meet a new person. You're never going to take the next step. You're never going to get that software. You're never going to put together a phone. You're not because you want it to be perfect. And you're going to spend all this time making it perfect. And then someone's going to come around and they're going to say, yeah, but I don't like that. And it's never perfect, right? It's never perfect for anyone. So I tell people we operate in excellence. That means we do the best that we can with what we have. We want to try and get it to the, you know, the premium level. And it's a business, right? It's always evolving. It's always changing. It's always improving. It's always getting better. So if you can learn to operate in excellence instead of perfection, you will be astounded, you know, at how many things you can accomplish. And I think a lot of that goes back into the mindset piece where I always heard it called like analysis paralysis, talking about lack of speed, mm-hmm. you're overanalyzing everything. I recently heard about perfection paralysis, which is similar, but exactly what you're talking about, where you wait for that perfection and then somebody says something negative and it's like, oh shit, I got to redo all of it. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, nope, that's still not, and you keep tweaking, 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 you never launch. And by the time you do launch, five other people have already launched the same thing, but yep. similar, different, better, whatever it may be. How do you help people overcome that? Like that is such a limiter in entrepreneurship, especially when, and you do such a great job of this, you are the brand, right? People recognize you. There is a piece of a business where the CEO, the person has to be in the forefront, but we're talking about these limiting beliefs. You got to look a certain way. You got to act a certain way. You have to have the proper lighting, all these other things that people start saying, especially when it comes to like video content. Oh, I can't do this because I'm not prim and proper, or I didn't put the right polish on my head this morning because I (laughs) I don't have the right shine, whatever it may be. Right. How do you help people overcome this perfection paralysis? So one, again, it gets back into being self-aware, right? And we got to have a come to Jesus meeting. What you're doing is not working right now, period. And, you know, sometimes people, they're kind of like, oh. <laughs> you know, when I hit them with that, like I just have physical reaction and I'm like, hey, I'm telling the truth. I'm not saying this to hurt your feelings. I'm saying this because I want you to win. Right. And we have to adjust. And so what you're doing has gotten you to where you are right now. And 
nine times out of 10 when a client comes to me, they're not happy in that spot. Not because they're necessarily doing bad, it's because they're trying to get to the next level or they've kind of like flatlined, right? They could be having trouble scaling, just whatever they're having issues with. You're not happy with where you are. Wherever you're trying to get to in the future is going to require a different version of yourself. You may be the same at where you are in the core, but it's going to require you to do some things you haven't done before so you can get the desired result you're trying to accomplish. So once we can understand that, it's like, do you want to stay scared and broke? Or, you know what I'm saying, you want to take this next step and go get what you're supposed to get in life. Which one is it? And when you break it down like that, people are like, well, clearly I need to take the step. I love that. My background, I was law enforcement, then I was military. Now I'm in that business side of things. So my background is very like blunt to the point. Yeah. I have the capabilities to like sugarcoat something, but at the end of the day, a lot of people get sugarcoated for so many years. They Uh never hit that hard truth. So the fact that you're hitting them with that hard truth and it's like, Hey, this is what it is. And if you want to do what you want to do and you want to build that life you love, like you're going to have to take this action because you've never done this. So this could be the piece that isn't working because you've never tried it. What's amazing to me is I see so many people like they are so close, like, oh my God, like painfully close to what they want, but they are unwilling to let go of what they're currently comfortable with. And I'm like, there's not room. There's not enough space. You can't, you can't, but what's coming in the future, right? With what's here right now, you got to let that go. And it could be people, it's relationships. Sometimes it's like ideologies. Sometimes with people, it's like physical stuff. <laughs> they actually need to get rid of updating softwares, whatever. And, you know, you you really start seeing the difference in between people that are making six figures, seven figures, eight figures, you know what I'm saying? Even nine and 10 is literally, we all pretty much have the ability to say, this is no longer serving me. It's time for me to put this tool down. Let me pick up a new tool or a new resource and let's go forward. Right. And I think, you know, for especially entrepreneurs, you have to have a real talk with yourself and say, am I comfortable where I am right now? Do I feel like there's more for me? Am I being as resourceful as possible with my resources? And if I'm not (laughs) right, let's change it. Because the truth of the matter is, Everybody doesn't want to make a million dollars. There are lots of people happy making $150,000, $165,000 a year. They're able to take care of their family. They're able to put the kids into a good school. You know, they're able to live comfortably, have something for retirement, and they're able to take three, four vacations a year. And they're happy with that. You know what I'm saying? Really, really happy. Then you have to figure out what you want to do, right? There's somebody listening to us right now that probably is thinking about scaling a company. Well, it's like, do you want to scale it just for the sake of scaling it? Do you really have a mission behind this, right? Is there a reason? Or are you just doing this because you, because somebody told you this is what it's supposed to be, right? My mama, would she always would say this, and she says, every pot has got set on its own bottom. Basically, like, you have to live your own life for you. And even when it comes to your business, everyone doesn't want to grow some huge conglomerate. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to have a mom and pop business because it's comfortable. You get to service your community and the people you love. You make a pretty good living and everything's stable, right? And then somebody that's in here listening to us, they are. They're the next TikTok. <laughs> you know, they're, they're the next Best Buy. They're, you know, whatever it is, they're the next humongous big conglomerate, right? So, yeah, I think really just kind of having that realization said, what type of life do I want? I'm going to have to call it out and laugh about it because that was some country talk right there. Every yeah. pot has to sit on some bottom. <laughs> there it is, mom. And mama's always right. Like, let's be real. Mama's <laughs> always right. I love it. I love then, it. And then they would hit us with a potato's going to be a potato and a tomato's going to be a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was young, I used to be like, what? 
<laughs> but as I got older, I understood, you know, basically people are who they are. They have whatever characteristics they have. Don't expect someone to be something that they're not, right? <laughs> the the old school country wisdom, you know, it's just yeah, like beautiful. It works. <laughs> they're, very, they're very colorful in the way that they explain right? things. <laughs> uh, I love it. And I'm really curious because obviously this is something, I mean, you've learned over the years. And like you said, you, you started on social media. You didn't think it was a thing, but obviously you were paying attention. You were a student of marketing, student of social media. You learned what worked for you. I know you have a, a, a plethora of courses. You have so many service offerings. But going back to before you built what you have now, was there a resource that was like a catalyst for you? Maybe a business resource, a book, a podcast, a mentor, somebody that guided you into like that initial spark? And so, you're laughing, so we might be in trouble Because my, my answer to this is really funny. You know, the industry that we're in is pretty much dominated by, like, at the time, it was older white men. Even now, there's not a lot of, like, you know, Southern Belle Black girls with big eyelashes and sparkly shoes, right? And so... Literally, I was taking all these courses. I was going through all these classes. I was getting mad discouraged. I'm just going to keep it 100. I was so discouraged because all these guys had these humongous lists. I don't know if you remember back in the day, like maybe eight, nine years ago, and everybody was all into email marketing, and all of them had these crazy list. It was like, oh, I have 500,000 people on this email list. I would be trying to build my list, and I was like, I'm never (laughs) going to be able to obtain this. And so... Even so I'm trying and trying and it just is not working. And finally I get to the point, say, you know what? I'm just sending out an email with what I have. I barely had 2000 people on this list. Okay. And I had worked probably like seven, eight months <laughs> to get these 2000 people, but something really amazing happened. I ended up making a little bit over $17,000. And then I was like, well, maybe it's just a fluke. And I tried it again and made like 35 grand. Then I called up some people and I said, hey, I think I got a way we can make money. I took everybody through my same process and my friends are making crazy money, like 20 bands, another 30, somebody's at 50. And I was like, holy, sh- I have figured out something that all of these gurus and teachers do not know. And it's you can have a small list, but if it's a quality list and highly targeted and you're engaging these people, you're going to make a bag. So I ended up Literally, even with my little technique and stuff, there wasn't anybody that taught me. To this day, I run stuff totally different than everyone else, but it works, right? And normally someone, if they've worked with me, they can tell another person that's worked with me because I'm very specific in the things that we set up and how we do it. But that's how I ended up getting here. Like, <laughs> it just, I was trying to other stuff and it wasn't working. And I think it was a timing thing too, because I feel like around that time, people they're just tired of emails. You know, almost everybody I know now, they have an email that's just for promotions, right? Like, this, oh yeah, this is my junk email. I just give this out to get free stuff. Nobody really cares. <laughs> so it's, I hate getting spammed by all of that. And yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head with a lot of things in what you just said, because it applies to social media. It applies to so many different marketing pieces that I've learned. Like you could have a hundred people, but if all hundred of those people buy from you, I mean, you have a thousand people, only one person buys, you're better off with those hundred people. And so mm-hmm. many people get stuck on that mindset of I have to grow my email or my social media following. It is important, right? But like at the end of the day, it's about an engagement, that that quality mm-hmm. of the follow. And if they're actually going to buy, because if they don't buy from you, then it really doesn't matter if they follow you or not, right? That's right. Empty followers, okay? Ain't doing nothing except for, I guess you could kind of use them for vanity metrics, but yeah. It's trash. That's a side note. If y'all listen, do not buy followers either. Same oh, boat. 
And if you ever try and run ads, your ads are going to be messed up because they're going to pull from your current audience that you have. And they're going to see that they're all bots. And so now they're going to be trying to match the profiles of a bunch of bots or a bunch of people, you know, maybe in Sri Lanka that would never buy your product, that would never come to your store. <laughs> and they're going to keep running your ads to people in Sri Lanka. And you're going to be like, why isn't this working? Because you bought a bunch of bots. Okay, don't do that. Side note, nobody else, do that. <laughs> but, I, but I decided to volunteer. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, people want that shortcut. And at the end of the day, there, there isn't really a, a solid shortcut like that. You do have to put in the work. You do have to put in the effort. You have to create the good, engaging content. And yeah. I, that's a big piece. And I know you really teach a lot of that. Can you give us a rundown on how you help people do that with your organization? Yeah. So the first thing is strategic and tactical content. We have to be intentional, no ramming. Ramming is random acts of marketing, okay? We ain't doing that no more. 80% of your content needs to revolve around whatever your core offer is. And specifically, your content needs to be content that puts you in position to be a resource. So this is terms and definitions, how-tos, tutorials, time lapses, checklists, cheat sheets. If you have physical products and there's ingredients or supplies, talking about the ingredients and the supplies, the different properties, the benefits of them, why you chose to use them, how people can care for whatever it is, your maintenance, case studies, like progressions of clients. All those things, that's content that establishes you as a resource. You're informing people, you're educating them, you could be entertaining them, okay? And it's really easy to get someone to pull up on you in the DM and say, hey, I would like to be a client or do you have a product or I have this going on? Do you have something that can help me with this, okay? This works whether you sell physical products, digital products, if you're service-based, coach, consultant, author, whatever. That's the type of content we need. And so more specifically, Now, let's think about who are we trying to attract? So who's your actual niche? Because selling to everybody, you're selling to no one. Everybody ain't your client, period. Okay? And yes, I said ain't. Everybody ain't your client. Get that through your heads. Okay? Y'all out here, what about these people? And I could be leaving that one out, child. You ain't... Right now, you got no sales, okay? You leaving money out your wallet. That's what you're doing, okay? We need to put money in the wallet. We need commas in the account. So we're going to focus one to three groups of people at most that really, really, really want our stuff. And then we're going to think about, well, how do I want these people to feel? When they have an interaction with my company, when they get an email from me, they come to my social media page, give me five words that you want those people to feel. So now we know we have this strategic content over here. How can we format that content so it makes people feel one of these five words, right? That's it. It's that simple. How do we want them to feel? Now, what actions do we want them to take? We want them to get on our list. We want them to purchase something from me, right? And that third one is a free fall. It could be listening to your podcast, pulling up on you at a live event. You want them to share or tag a friend. Maybe you want them to come to a webinar or something. Whatever that third objective is, that one is going to change, right, as your business progresses. So that's the quick and dirty like that's And of course, we get into actual specific formulas and structures and stuff on how we do it. But that's what it is. Like, really, if you can understand that at a core basis, you can use that online and offline to build. And I want to highlight different aspects of all of this where you have just to give a very quick rundown on your website. You have workshops, you have courses that teach this, you have manifestation tools, 
different aspects of pretty much everything to get this great baseline of education. But beyond that, you also, as an organization, offer services where if they don't want to do it, they can come to you and y'all help them with the strategy and then actual implementation and everything. So you really have a, a great marketing organization top to bottom where you can either teach people or do it for them. Is that correct? Yeah, either one. And I'll be honest, like my preference, like, yeah, we'll do it for you. And of course, I love to see the commas. Okay, I'm here for the money bags. <laughs> but my preference, even if you want us to do it for you, I really like for people to learn and know how to do it themselves. You don't ever want to be in a position where you can't move forward in your business because you have to wait on someone else to do something for you. And you need to understand it because if you outsource and you hire someone else, you need to know that they're doing the job properly. I feel like five or six years ago, I just remember so many people getting scammed with companies coming and saying, oh, we'll run your Facebook ads for you. And what they would do is they would run these things called worldwide campaigns. For those of you that aren't familiar, that's when they take your product or whatever your offer is, and they say, we're going to get you lots of traffic. And in a worldwide campaign, they will run that they would run that ad towards third tier traffic, okay? So first tier traffic is going to be like the US, Canada, Australia, the UK, and I'm missing a country that's in there. But these are people, they're, the dollar in their country either matches or exceeds the value of the dollar here in the States. They are interested in your products and services. They actually are likely to buy it, to need it, to benefit, right? Then you have second tier and you have third tier. Well, when you go into third tier countries, the traffic is really, 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 really cheap. Like it may not even cost a whole penny to run. And so what they would do is these agencies would say, well, look, we got 15,000 people to see your ad. The problem isn't with us. It's with your product. It's with your offer. It's with your system on the back end. And I would watch these I would, because people didn't understand at the time. Um, Facebook had the, what was it? Was it, it wasn't the ads manager back then. What did they have? I can't think of what it was called. <laughs> but we're going to call it the ads manager right now because I can't think of what it was called. But that's what Facebook used back then. And getting in there, it can be intimidating. It does kind of look like Japanese if you're not familiar. And because people did not understand what was going on they were getting hustled left and right. And I'm not talking about for like a couple hundred bucks. People were like getting hustled for like $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 because they had signed these contracts with these people to do marketing for them. And then in your brain, because they're just, they're putting vanity metrics at this point on your ads. You're here like, oh my God, all these people are seeing my ad for my gym or they're seeing the ad for my hat or whatever it is that you do. They're seeing the ad for my podcast. No one's listening. No one's downloading. No one's buying. No one's coming in. Something is wrong. I don't know what to do to fix it, right? You get super discouraged and now you're broke. You broke our broke because you have burned through your savings account. Some people have gone into their 401ks. You have pulled money out your mattress. You have borrowed money from friends and family trying to do the right thing, thinking, hey, my, I'm trying to get my business to the next level, only for these people to be hustling you. And the reason they were able to hustle you is because you did not know how to do it. So I'm not saying you have to do it, but I feel like all business owners, you should know how and you should understand because it has to be some type of system of checks and balances. And you have to be able to go in the back end and say, well, is someone really doing what they're charging me for? I love that you highlighted that because that world gets dirty real quick. Yeah. And oh, yeah. people don't get it. And they're like, everybody thinks that paid traffic is like the end all be all. And if it's done mm -hmm. properly, it can be very beneficial, but there are so few that do it in that integrity laden way that you're talking about 
where you could very easily get duped out of your money and people point a finger at a product that is good, but it's like, nah, it's not it. Anyways. Yeah. We can soapbox that all day. Yeah. But. Yeah. yeah. So, but you got to learn whatever it is that you're doing, that you're outsourcing, you don't have to do it, but you need to understand it. So that way you can protect yourself. I love it. I love it. And, and Ashley, and I really want to highlight all of this. Obviously you're putting out a ton of content. You're putting a lot out into the world. You're helping people really live the life they want to live. But I have to know, what is the legacy that you want to leave in the world with all these amazing works you're putting out there? My biggest, like, I feel like my mission is I want to help as many people as possible wake up every day and be happy. As adults, we spend literally two thirds of our waking hours at work. When you think about it, right, that's a huge amount of time. You deserve to be happy (laughs) where you're spending two thirds of your time. And so if you can get people to be financially stable, then guess what? They actually get to start to focus on like, well, what really is my purpose? What's the best thing that I can offer into the world? How can I improve other situations? And if you're happy, you're going to be a better mom. You're going to be a better dad. You're going to be a better boyfriend or girlfriend. You're going to be a better kid, a better neighbor, all of that, because you're actually happy with yourself and you feel fulfilled. So it's, really about more than money to me, right? But money is like the gateway, it's the foundation because you're not going to be focused on, you know, what do I really offer into the world? What's the fullest extent of me when you're like, no, I got a light bill to pay. I got a water bill. I got I got kids to feed. I'm living in the hood and people are not even just shooting at night. They're shooting during the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in an environment where I'm not safe at. Like, you know, being able to help people with that basic foundational needs where I don't have to worry about my money and how my bills are going to get paid. And I don't have to go into a nine to five that I hate. Do you know more people die on Monday mornings in between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. than any other day of the week heading into work because they're stressed out? Interesting fact. I believe Crazy. It. It's crazy. crazy, right? Crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. So, you know, in my whole legacy, my whole purpose for doing all this, I want people to figure out how to be happy and financially stable. And if they can, if we can get that under control, then guess what? People can really start being whole people and they can really like focus on other things that are important, right? And kind of get off of this hamster wheel. Ashley, and I absolutely love that. And I think it's an amazing mission you're already fulfilling and it's such a great legacy that you're going to leave with us. And I want to give the audience an opportunity. What's the best way for them to reach out to you, find your content, connect with you, follow you, give us all the download on how to best just get a hold of this amazing stuff. So first thing y'all need to do is text me Text the word commas with a K, okay, because we get commas in our account. Ow, money bags. So text me 501-285-8966. That is 501-285-8966. And I literally will text you back or someone on my team will, okay? Text the word commas. We'll get you hooked up with like a free marketing plan and I'll send you notifications of when I'm doing free trainings. I try and do at least three a week. Then after you text me, come and connect with me on TikTok or Instagram. I'm at King Ashley Ann everywhere. But like, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm not on there. (laughs) I basically just claim claim my name, okay? (laughs) Follow me on the gram or on TikTok and pull up on us in a live stream, slide in my DM, all that good stuff. And then Zach, I need to send you a link because I try and do a training at least once a month. And I would love for any of you guys that are here, if you want to come to this training, I'd cover like about six topics throughout the year. So they rotate, but everything from how you get started and grow thousands of followers that will actually buy from you all the way up into how you build out a cash flow business and start creating money out of thin air. They're very extensive trainings. These trainings are literally in between three and four hours. This is not some 
BS, come in here and I'm going to tell you I have the secret. And the only way to get my secret, you got to pay me $10,000 for my book. It's not that sort of type of thing. These are like actual real trainings that I normally charge thousands of dollars for. But I try and have at least 500 people to 1,000 people come every month for the free 99 is one of, is one of my ways of you know helping people get to where they need to go. And I appreciate that resource. I saw that on your Facebook page and you can go through it. I found it through Instagram. You have a link tree there that puts it over, but I saw like in just a couple of days, you're unlocking a million dollar year free webinar. Yeah. I'm doing one in a couple of days and I'm like super excited. I'm always really excited. Like to see like a month later, people pull up on me and they're like, look what I did. I'm like, oh my God, this is exciting. So yeah, yeah. So I'll make sure to get a special link. Love or your it. listeners. And so that way they'll know when I'm having a training and they can register for it and pull up on me. I'm excited. I love it. Ashley Ann, you are amazing. I appreciate the amazing conversation. And then for everybody else, I really encourage everybody to come back this Friday to Tactical Friday. We're going to have Ashley Ann really break down the tactics that we can really implement today to get started on all this amazing action. Ashley Ann, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me, Zach. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Tactical Leader Podcast. If this episode helped you along your journey of self-mastery and has inspired you to do more, I challenge you to head over to myvoicechallenge.com so you can find out how you can discover your voice, claim your independence, and build that thriving business that you've always wanted. Again, that's myvoicechallenge.com.